0: Are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing? I'm Ange,
1: a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer, and we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness and purpose.
0: We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level, have the best sex of your life, live in a body that you love, let go of worry and stress, and live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier,
1: and amazing life is waiting for you.
0: Let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. Ashley, how are you doing, babe?
1: I am doing great now. It's been a wild week, but I'm good right now. Thank you for asking. How are you, babe?
0: I'm good, too. There must have been something in the air, girl, because I had a wild week, too. I mean, there was a new moon on Saturday. But yeah, just one of those
1: crazy weeks, you know? Yes, and everybody I talk to seems to be in that same boat. New moon... And it was like a super moon. It was like a black moon. And wasn't it, wasn't it an eclipse too? Yes. I think that's why they called it a black moon. Oh, okay. Yes. And it was the start of the Taurus, um, yeah, we're, we're moving into Taurus, whatever that is, galactically. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've, and then we just started a new month. So we're kind of, there's lots of big shifts going on. And I think a lot of people are feeling that. And so, yeah, it's been heavy and releasing and a lot of ups and downs, I think, for a lot of people from what I'm gathering.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm
1: what? Well, with that being said, I feel like it's the perfect time to dive in on card pulling because uh-huh. what <laughs> we need to know cards, give yes. me the answers. What do I need to know? With the, what's this week and hold. Uh, all right. For us and our listeners, what do we need to know? What do we need to learn? What is the card that we need right now? Hmm. Interesting. If your thoughts aren't your friend, ask a friend for a new thought. There is bravery in asking for help. Ooh. Mm, interesting. What comes up for you on that one?
0: Oh, I don't even, I don't even know. Oh, okay. I feel like, I feel like I'm a little, like, I feel like last week was said a lot of stuff. This week feels like really I don't know, I feel discombobulated a little bit. So Mm -hmm. why don't you go first and I'll
1: see what comes up for you a little longer. So for me, it shows up as one of the things that shows up in my sign and in my chart and everything is just that um, I'm pretty reserved when it comes to sharing or opening up. And I feel like, and I think you're, you're a little bit this way too, but I feel like I need to process all of my thoughts before I share them or ask for help. And so this card is a good reminder for me that I don't have to sort it all out on my own. And sharing that burden or that question or that um, fear isn't something that I have to work through on my own because I would say that I typically wait until I've worked through it and then I share it.
0: Mhm yeah I, I definitely think I, I definitely think I'm working on that and it's improving a lot more for me I would say but I still feel like we both share almost the I kind of want to figure it out on my own I don't know, kind of personality only only in the fact that like if it doesn't work out and like it's not the right answer, or not the right course of mm-hmm. action. It's almost like we're OK with that. Like some people don't want to make the wrong choice or don't want to like to think maybe that's why we lean a little more in that direction, actually, where it's like, you know, like I kind of want like something. Yeah, I was like, saying, you no, want like, to be
1: sure. Pardon? Like you want to be sure kind of thing
0: or. No, that if it doesn't, if I, say I make a choice and it doesn't turn out great. And it's like not the right choice. I kind of am okay with it, right? Versus like if I took somebody else's advice and listened to it and my gut or I was already thinking something different. Do you know what I mean by that? It's like I got a fact that I'm like, okay, but I should have just trusted myself because I pretty immediately in most
1: circumstances, I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. I'll ride that that, way. That is the biggest reason I agree that I I don't want my intuition to be influenced by other people's opinions. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think, yeah,
0: I can see the value in like the points and, and, but I do think sometimes, yeah, maybe we could talk about it. Maybe we could talk about certain things
1: a little bit earlier, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's a tricky thing because I also, I, I kind of like that about me. In that I, I want to be my own expert, if that makes sense. And I believe that I am. And, but I do think that there sometimes is, so for example, I, I texted a couple of people with something that was heavy on my heart today, just like a stress or an anxiety of mine. And as soon as I shared it, I was like, okay, now it's just going to be what it's going to be. Because it was the people who it would have impacted. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they responded with like, don't worry, it's all going to work out. I was like, okay, Uh, you know what? Everybody's in the know and all is good. So I I do see the benefit also of just like sharing that burden. Um, The other thing that shows up just as I'm rereading it here, if your thoughts aren't your friend, ask a friend for a new thought. For me, one of the things that shows up was, uh intrusive thoughts is something that I have or had struggled with probably my whole life um but there's a bit of an ebb and a flow with it it really reared ugly when like right after I had especially Felix but all of my kids it kind of showed up and thoughts that would be beyond your wildest awfulness do you know what I mean? Like when your brain goes to like the deepest, really darkest, darkest Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: as soon as you think that thought, you think you're a horrible person. You're a horrible mom. You can't believe that you ever, ever, ever would go to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that also shows up for me. And I didn't, I didn't reach out to any friends. I didn't even reach out to my husband. I was like, they're going to take my kids if they, if they know what thoughts I can't even control in my brain. I don't want them there. I'm resisting them. Mm -hmm. But of course, the more you push them out, the harder and stronger they come flying in. And so one thing that I have learned and I've done a lot of reading and Reiki has quite, I guess, literally sort of saved my life in that sense. It's what uh, shifted me completely from that place. But I learned that your thoughts really are nothing. which in a sense we, we believe, you know, there's, there's manifesting and what you think about you bring about and all of that, which is, you know, true, but that's what made me realize that what you actually feel is what you bring into your life. So um, just because you think about um, your whole family dying in a car accident, doesn't mean you're drawing your whole family into an accident. You're, actually bringing in more anxiety or fear in because that's what you're feeling out. Yes. Right? And so one of the examples that I have used with clients is this, and this is a hypothetical, this is totally an example. So please, if you're listening, don't think that I'm going to go do this because I'm not, um, there's my disclaimer. But if I thought in my brain about I don't know, murdering all of Australia, right? Most people would laugh and be like, "Ha, huh, yeah, okay. So thinking that thought is not actually bad. Doing that, actually acting on that thought is what is a crime, right? And so I've learned that, you know, your thoughts are actually, unless you're willing to act on them, they are, often aren't connected to who we are and that's something that I see with a lot of clients who struggle with OCD or depression, that the thought it's terrifying because we judge it. If I think that thought, I must be an awful person. No, if you think that thought, you just in four seconds, you can think a different thought and you don't go from being a terrible person to an amazing person just because of the way you're thinking. Right. And so I, this one really makes me this card. Makes me think I had so much fear around reaching out to a friend for a new thought, even though at that time, what they thought of me um, maybe would have been really beneficial, right? And I think sometimes that's why we don't reach out for a new thought or a new perspective or a new idea is because it takes vulnerability. And when we are in that deep, dark place, if I take myself back to my my brain in that time, what I would have thought was if you only knew, right. If somebody would have said, Oh, you're a great friend or you're amazing, or you're a great mom. Or I'm like, yeah, but you don't know what's going through my brain right now. Right. And I think dissociating from the thought itself, um, because our thoughts don't make us who we are. They're poof, smoke, nothing until we actually are willing to move towards them with action or Um, have a feeling. So the feeling behind all of my thoughts was panic, anxiety, stress, worry, fear, right? And so I wasn't actually drawing in the thought. I was drawing in more anxiety, more fear, more sleeplessness, right? And so I think sometimes recognizing that our thoughts, right? So if your thoughts aren't your friend, ask a friend for a new thought. It's kind of like releasing your own thought because it's nothing and getting one from a friend, because sometimes it's more accurate. hmm hmm Yeah, I love that. And even just being able to see it from a
0: different perspective,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm Yeah. Absolutely. So, there A bit of a deep dive there.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, girl, I am dying to know about the wild events of your week. So,
1: please. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. Um, so... Most recently, and I kind of dove in briefly on this on our last podcast, but I wasn't ready to talk about it. Um, we ended up pulling my middle son from school and he has completely shifted. We were really getting, not worried isn't the right word, but some of the things he would say or do, we were like, oh my goodness. But today, oh my gosh, he just, he says to me, mom, I'm like, yeah, buddy. He's like, can I kiss your heart? I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, because I just love you so much. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, can I kiss yours? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, where is your heart? So we got talking about that. And he said to me, he's like, mom, I am just so full of love. I am going to send some to you, to your heart. And I was like, oh, thanks, buddy. He said, and don't worry, I'll just make more. I was like, okay this was the right move and he just he shifted from amazing guy, yeah and he's being kind and helpful and um yeah we were just kind of worried with um everything that was going on for him that he was going down this darker path or that's maybe not the right way to describe it but just he was having a hard time finding happiness or sharing love in certain circumstances so really just kind of seeing that shift today was so really beautiful. And yeah, so that was one really like, but it was really tumultuous. I think that decision at the time um, for, I knew it was the right choice for him, but again, I had a hard time reaching out beyond my husband, who's in total agreement with, with our decision. Um, but reaching out because I know um, I don't, his soul chose me to be his mom right so I know that if I reached out to my mom for example she'd be like oh well you can't do that some kids just have to be resilient they got to figure it out right and so then to weigh that in there and that approval piece or um, reaching out to friends who maybe you know were or weren't pulling out um, their kids I just didn't want that to sway what I knew to be right for him so that was um, one big thing that has happened in the last week or two and I also saw a psychic this past Friday. Oh, so, what is that yeah. oh girl? Yeah, so it was amazing. Um, it was all cards, and she, but she also knew stuff. Oh, my goodness. Um, anyways, her name was Margaret Moody. She's from Niagara, but she comes to this area every once in a while. So she was at the Chepstow Inn, and yeah, she dove right in on mine and cam's relationship she talked about my business she talked about each one of my kids and yeah she was bang on she was bang the hell on so um yeah she confirmed everything that i knew about nolan and uh she talked about felix and anxiety and he's more cautious in nature and um yeah just like yeah she talked about finances and the the monkey and everything um, in connection to that. So that was really just like a reminder that I'm on the right path and to trust, to lean in, because I think recently I feel like there's been a lot of unease that having that confirmation, just like her reconfirming and having the cards come up that are solidifying all of those things was just like... Okay, take a deep breath, just lean in, get back to that trust place um, it's hard, but you can follow the path kind of thing so yeah, so that was pretty amazing and then, oh my God girl fuck the next day, Kim and I get arrested. <laughs> oh my goodness for what you guys are
0: banging in public, weren't you
1: <laughs> Oh my God I wish um, no, way Lamer. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, we were banging in public. I want that to be That's the a story. cooler story. That's, That's a cool. way cooler story. Let's stick with that. No. Um, we were trying to take our kids to fishing, of all things, and we had a fishing license, we were allowed to be where we were. There was this property owner nearby who I guess thinks that place is his, even though it clearly isn't. He treats it like it is. So he came running out with his cell phone. He's like trying to get pictures of our license plate and us on video. And it was interesting because when we were there, we like got the kids out. Corley was snoozing in the truck, get the boys out, get their lines in the water, and we see this guy he's talking to like a group of teenagers across the river and after he leaves their group one of the guys hollers over to us and he goes hey guys just a heads up like this guys coming over to you you might want to pack up and go like Okay. So that's what we were doing. We were like, okay, sorry guys, we can't fish here. So we were loading up the truck. We were getting the boys buckled and he comes running. I'm like, he is literally sprinting across this field. Like we're leaving. Anyways, he's like right at my legs. He's trying to get my video of, of our license plate. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, you guys aren't allowed to be here. I'm calling the cops. We're like, dude, we're leaving. He's like, no, you're not. You're under, I'm placing you under, what is it called? Citizen's arrest. He's like, I'm calling the cops right now. You are under citizen's arrest. If you leave, you're leaving the scene of a crime. And we're like, what? So at this point, Felix is bawling. And he's crying, right? What's that? your oldest, right? oldest, he's six. And he thinks at this point that myself and or Cam are going to jail. The cops are coming. They're going to take us away. We've done something horribly bad. So I'm like, oh my, I was fine with everything, but I was pissed off that my six-year-old was upset because this gentleman was, the gentleman's the wrong word, but that's what we'll say, um, was having A freak out, which is fine. Cam was trying to handle it. Cam was very calm, cool, collected, just like easy breezy. Um, But this guy was not rationalizing for anything. Cam's like, dude, look at the website. It's a ministry website. This is where he's like, I don't care. No website gives you the right to break the law. Anyways, so we were in my hometown's like fairgrounds. So we just went and played on the equipment, whatever, waiting for the cops to show up because we couldn't leave. Because we would be charged with leaving the scene of a crime. I'm like, oh my gosh. So it wasn't even like, okay, yeah, yeah, buddy, wait, you go. It was like, oh, frig. So we go over, we're just playing on the slides and the swing. And I said to Kim, I did, I'm like, maybe this is just really good um, information for the podcast. He's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't even think I was going to share it, but here we are. So, anyways, yeah. So that was just like a wild trip. What happened? happened? So, coffee <laughs> or what happened, girl? We were waiting, we're waiting for the cops to shut up. They come down and the one place you can't get across the bridge. So we see them turn around. We're like, oh, they must be coming in the other way. They never came. So we waited, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 minutes on top of like the hour and a half that we were already there. And um, so Cam's like, I'm just going to call the OPP. So he calls and The lady that he talked to is like, yeah, we get a lot of calls from that address. You guys are free to go. There will be no charges pressed. That is, that's ministry land. You can, or not ministry land. I don't know. It's, it's public. It's not, it's not this guy's. Um, Like, you guys are free to go, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) So what was just going to be like a quiet little fishing trip out turned into be uh, quite the day, but uh, no, everybody recovered and actually Kim we've talked about it a lot since and there's been a lot of really amazing lessons for our children that came out of that because um, the boys were asking me as we were walking over to the playground they're like why is he being like this why is he being so mean yeah. I I was like who did he bash because I was pissed off I was like who I just wanted to go to that really angry place too and I just said When people are really sad or really angry on the inside, sometimes it comes out at the people that are around them. I said, I don't think he's actually as angry at us as he seems to be. I said, it seems like he might be angry about a lot of other things too. And so his anger is kind of, it feels like he's kind of attacking us, but they're like, yeah. And Felix says to me, I'm like, frick, kids, you guys rock my world. He just says, People like that just need more love, mom. I was like, yeah, they do, buddy. Mm. Right? And that just like shifted my focus being like, fuck, yeah, return to love. Your six-year-old can do it. Obviously, your four-year-old can do it. Ashley, return to love. Right? So Mm. um, when he said that, I was like, okay, you know what? If that's all that we get out of this, then it was a lesson, well-served, well-received, Um, And Cam was very, very calm and he was honest and he was, you know, just top notch, way better than I would have been. (laughs) And um, yeah, he he just, when we talked about that, it was, Cam said to them when we're kind and when we're honest and when we, you know, we aren't screaming or hollering, we're just have a nice calm voice. He's like, usually things work out and they did. So, right. And Mm -hmm. so yeah, just some really good lessons. And just like, The cops, you know, they're they're here to help us. We don't have to be be afraid of them. And so yeah, just some really good things that kind of came out of that, but it felt like a fucking shit storm as it was happening. (laughs) Oh my god.
0: I bet. bet. And it's always like next level when you have children, right? Like a lot of situations are very manageable if you're just adults having to cope with the situation. But then when you toss in little people and their emotions and what it is that they may be experiencing. And that I do think it adds that next level of learning lessons to um, a new degree for sure.
1: Absolutely. And it was so interesting. So it was funny because as we were driving there, Nolan, just out of the blue, he goes, "Mom, what's a video. So I'm trying to explain to him what a video is. And I said to him, I'm like, and then we were being videoed. Like, that was yeah. part of this guy's big thing. He was just videotaping the whole thing, which is fine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, wow. And Felix asked, he's like, Dad, are we taking the canoe today? And Cam said, no, we're not taking the canoe. But if we had been in the water, this guy couldn't have said a single thing because water is all public. Oh. So anyways, it was funny the like little intuitions that showed up prior to that we didn't really even pay attention to. And even I said to Kim, like, oh, we're having people over tomorrow. We should stop in at the LCBO. He's like, okay, we'll do that after fishing. He's like, even the fact that we didn't do it beforehand. Mm -hmm. He's like, and having, you know, a truck full of booze. I'm like, yeah, true. Like just those little like funny things that just got said or kind of looking back. Uh, So that was kind of just like wild. And then after my brother actually has, um, He was working the land somewhere nearby. So we just popped over and there was this giant puddle. So the kids all had their shoes off. Nolan was squishing it in his toes. He was jumping in. Like they were gross by the time we left there. And Cam was trying to get them out of it. I was like, no, they're grounding. My kids, I don't know if they've ever been that muddy, but I was like, huh, how interesting that this event really kind of discombobulated all of our energy and yet they knew their socks were off. Their shoes were off. They like, we had to strip them down (laughs) to get them home kind of thing because they were so muddy straight into the bath kind of thing. And I was like their little souls knew to ground and just like squish that mud between their toes and their fingers and up their arms. I have like Coralie had a stick at one point and she like picked it up over top of my head I'm wearing a white Under Armour hat, my glasses, and it's all over my face. I'm like, yeah, looks like mommy needs to ground too. (laughs) Anyways, that was kind of like our wild and wonderful week of ups and downs and here's and there's. Uh, Yeah. So, and today I just, I find Monday is really hard to settle in Mm -hmm. today. I just like, let it all go. So today we were walking around. We have a couple of robins that have just hatched today. And so we've just been really absorbing kind of the good things that are happening. The kids, I'm in the bunkie. They, you know, Nolan has his tiny wheelbarrow. They're trotting wood over one piece at a time. And we collected eggs from the chickens and just like those really like normal things that we do, but felt like appreciate, lean in, slow down, just enjoy this day sort of thing and yeah so it's been really wonderful that is good girl that is good Yeah, hey, hey, tell me about your week because it sounds like you also had a, a, a banger a banger of a week it
0: was a, it was a little bit of a banger of a week um So my goal was to buy a car by the end of April. And so, you know, we kind of was like, oh yeah, but I need to accomplish this goal. And so it was Sunday of last weekend. And then like, okay, yeah, maybe we should like get on that situation. So I had checked out a bunch of places and like just nothing was really all that promising. I'm like, you know what? I just gonna check out like Facebook. And this car, it's a Nissan Cube and it's like um, Facebook Marketplace. Nothing's open on Sundays. Fucking car dealerships aren't open on Sundays. So what a stupid day to start my car search. But anyways, (laughs) 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 like fuck. And Facebook. All right, so, yeah, anyway, so then um, the place was Auto Carmel. It was the first car that I looked at in person. I was like, I fucking love this baby. And like, it just felt very like synchronicity in terms of like finding it randomly on Facebook. The fact that nothing was open. The guy Rob was like fantastic. Um, and yeah, so it was that it just was like the. The process of Sunday to like getting the car physically on Friday, buying a used car isn't fucking simple. I thought it was going to be like, bang, bang, boom, here you go, keys. And it's not that fucking simple. (laughs) So it was just the week between like going back to like Service Canada, like the one day on the Tuesday night, like I literally needed somebody to drive me this form from Kitchener back to when Service Canada closed. I had already like biked there a couple times throughout the day. I was like a little bit in like panic mode. Like I need this form delivered to me or by this time or it's not <laughs> going to work out. So like right before it closes, literally get the form, give it to the lady. After like, I was there right when it opened to like get my, um, I was there like right there in the morning and then right at close as well but I had waited all day not realizing that like I needed this done for but anyways it's all good so I right before close, we get the paper and then they have to do all of their stuff and then in the meantime I'm like oh I gotta figure out these consent letters for my ex to fill out for my kids to go to Florida I like check out my youngest or my oldest passport I'm like this bitch is fucking expired oh girl it's like it's always May. They're supposed to leave on like, <laughs> and then I read the news and it's like, oh, the lineups are really sorry <laughs> for Passport Canada, and I'm like, oh motherfuck. So Ashley, I kid you not, I literally goes in the line at nine forty five. Yeah. I didn't leave there till three o'clock and waited uh-huh. in line for that many hours. Obviously the phone died. Obviously the headphones died. So then you just start talking to all the people that are around, right? And so oh. interesting characters like just around that are in line, just watching people like moan and groan and like for hours, so hungry. hours. Really, for hours. Like, I can't remember a time in my life when I have like, literally sit in the line for five hours. Like it was uh. crazy. But anyway, so then we get up to the thing and he's like, ma'am, I'm going to need a copy of your separation agreement. And I was like, Oh, motherfucker, I don't have that. <laughs> They're like, Oh, you can fax it in. I'm like, and I'm still going to get it on the same day. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to fax it in. And then he was like, you know what? You can either, um, download this app and like send a fax through your phone, which is actually way better than trying to go to like a Staples or try to figure out my life with a fax machine. So you get this app. You can send the fax to a fax number. Um, so I'm just got my fingers crossed that everything pans out, and I'm yeah. trusting the universe. But like the stress of all of that was a little bit like, oh, like, like crazy you. town. And you know when you haven't been in like the service Canada's forever, or you haven't been at like mm-hmm. you. Yes. Like, yeah. Like my Do biggest you. thing with yeah with all of it, I know they're nice people, and I know that like, <laughs> they have a lot of people to like um, deal with, but. I'm always like so extra grateful that when you do finally after like six hours like of waiting that when you do actually talk to the person that they're in a good fucking mood and I was so grateful because in both circumstances I forgot their names but the two people that I ended up dealing with were just like so lovely so wonderful so understanding because part of me was like oh fuck I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do in this situation yeah, I don't know these forms, and then you go into like panic mode and you're like oh boy right so
1: anyway feel those, like, those, were, so those that, were those were heavy but and not like instant panic instant anxiety so that was kind of the other thing that's been really heavy for me I can't ask me is like how'd you sleep last night I'm like good until I woke up at 4 30 and then I was like Oh my gosh, passports, passports! We still don't have ours as a family of five. Our passports to go to Florida. So I'm uh, also in the trust the universe situation. I actually texted the girl who's running the retreat, and she's like, "You're on Friday." I'm like, "Okay." The psychic also told me, she's like, you're going to Florida, no problems. I'm like, okay. But also, like, can I just have those passports, please? So, yeah. It's an exercise in trusting the universe, which is what we kind of need, so. And you know what's so funny? Because I did my red tent yesterday
0: and also did my yoni steaming. And I'm literally, like, in my red tent. And that's the exact thing. It's like you've lost your trust in the universe, girl, come back yeah. to your trust in the universe. You go with the flow, your trust, like everything worked out. Didn't it? It was kind of like her just having this conversation with me. Like I told you it was all going to work out. Why did you go back to your old patterns of like being so stressed out? Cause I was definitely like back in that, like not. What yeah. Happened? yeah. Not that I was not in a trusting space. And, uh, I was, yeah,
1: definitely a lot more stressed. Amazing. So. Oh, well, thank you for sharing part of your red tent. Um, for those, for our listeners who are just tuning in or maybe didn't listen to that, uh, that episode, um, just do a quick little briefie on a red tent.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. So red tent is a ceremony that, um, we have been doing and we invite you two guys to do as well. You can definitely listen to those previous episodes on how to do that. But essentially a red tent is just the time in which you can tap into your highest self and tap into your intuition at its like, um, like highest of levels. And so it like, we go into the bathtub and you essentially bring in your senses. So you might bring in something that's earthy. You might light some candles. You might have some incense or something in the diffuser. You might have some light music. And you're really just taking some time to create a sacred space and to either journal, reflect, or tap into what is called womb wisdom. So the power that we hold as women within our womb to be able to, um, um, channel and just get these really incredible downloads from the universe with complete clarity in a way that other times in the month we might struggle to have that, um, have that same connection i was gonna say the one thing i did differently this month that was cool was i took the herbs that i used for the yoni steaming and i put those actually into the bath and then i ended up once the water came out i like felt the need to like rub all the herbs that like all over my body and then just be like totally covered in them for a while um and i found that to be really powerful and really a different sensation than what um I've used in the past it was almost like in the past they didn't feel as grounding or didn't feel as they felt more um like heightened and almost a little bit elevated emotionally whereas yesterday's didn't feel elevated emotionally it felt a lot more calm and felt a lot more like grounded and um think? a lot more it was just like a trusting energy more of a like A sense of peace, a sense of Mm. calm and a sense of like (sighs) the weight has been lifted almost. And I feel like it's been like a heavy first, first four months here. Um, and yeah, it's just, we're kind of coming out of there heading into spring, but that's where it felt really different for me this time. It was almost like that, that peace and that calm and that like, almost, almost the like the conversation and the messages coming in were more just like, we're still here. Come on back, girl. We got you. It's okay. Uh, You lost your way for a couple weeks here, but (laughs) it's uh, all going to be okay. So it was, it was very calming in, uh, in that way. And that was beautiful. I don't think you've done the Yoni steaming part of it. I
1: haven't. I want to dive in on that. You can tell us all about it. And I want to
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we went fully into it. Really, right?
1: Not really. I think you talked about it on like that very first time in our like wild January kind of week there, but I don't think you've shared, not since you've gotten a new Yoni steamer. Yeah, yeah, the Yoni seat.
0: I mean, I feel like Cam could make one very easily, but now that I have the prototype, (laughs) I know what to Um. So the first time I did it, I was way too fucking hot and I burnt my vagina lips. So like just- What is it? Like what even is it? Yeah, yeah, you're right. What's a yoni? Yoni is your vagina or like it's essentially your vagina. And then some people will include the anus in it as well. But it is the um, ancient practice of essentially detoxifying, cleansing um, your yoni. And it's something you would typically do after you're done your menstrual cycle. You can also do it a couple of times throughout the month. It can help with like PMS, bloating, Cramping after you've given birth, it really helps just like cleanse out that area. Um, But there's a collection of herbs, I don't have them all memorized, but they essentially come and then you would make it into a big pot. And then with the big pot, you would use the same sort of like um, ritual things that you would do for your bath, so things like your candles, and things like your incense, and things like journaling. But you would take essentially a pail or you can use a pot. And then you have the water and the herbs that are steamed. Mm -hmm. And then the steam from there comes up the seat. And then you essentially sit on it wrapped up in blankets and you can do meditation while you're doing it and connecting (gasps) to the womb and the breath. But it's really just a cleansing, like a deep cleansing of that area. You can go to spas and they'll like professionally do it for you. But Kings used to do it on their like, um, they used to do it on their anuses all the time. And it used to be this practice that was done all of the time. Like when I learned about it, somebody was saying that their grandma taught it to them and it was like passed down that way. I'm like, that's so cool. But it's kind of like, it feels amazing. It, um, but yeah, like I said, the first time I did it, I, like burn my vagina lips, so you got to be careful. Like I was, I was way <laughs> too hot, and I was way too excited because I just wanted to sit on it. So I like sit on it for five seconds. I'm like, oh, too hot, too hot, too hot. I can totally picture <laughs> that. Totally i weirdo- like trying to be spiritual, trying to like, it's okay, push through, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but but yeah so this time i made it and then i went in the bath and did my full red tent so by the time i sat on it it was good it was a good temperature so you just have to wait for it to you just have to wait for it to cool down before you do it because the steam is very hot um and then you're just sitting on a piece of it's a wood with a hole in it and then
1: um yeah it's Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Cam is totally going to make me one of those. Oh so, Yeah. Picture yeah, It's, it's amazing. I'm like,
0: this is the thing about it. I'm like, <laughs> can we all just like sit in a circle and like steam our together the same way that you would get your fucking nails done? Do you know 30%. what I mean? Like we would all go get a pedicure, right? Like why can't we, So you you're wrapped up in a blanket the same way you would like in you know, a massage if you didn't feel comfortable with it. And it's just like very, um, I just think it's so cool, and it's just like almost like a self love practice for your yoni, which actually, like, she does a lot in a day. It's kind of like a way of just saying, like, ah, kind of like steaming your face for a facial, right? So totally.
1: Oh, I love it! I can't wait to try it. I will keep y'all posted on my experience. But thank you for sharing yours. Thoughts?
0: Um, I didn't. Oh, well, we always surprise ourselves. We started in one spot at the beginning of the podcast, and then we end up somewhere totally. Um, Yeah. So totally different. Um, Before we say farewell for today's episode, though, babe, I think we should dive into what we have coming down the pipeline. May is crazy. We told you guys about this in the last episode photo shoot around the corner in my world. Then we are headed to Florida to speak at the what's next retreat. That is um, the May long weekend. So I believe there are still a couple of tickets left. There are some listeners of the podcast that have already signed up, registered, paid. Yes. Absolutely amazing. We're so excited to spend that weekend with you. And if you are interested, um, we will put the information in the show notes for that so that you guys can head on over and um, get a spot if that's something that interests you. And then we have Our one day retreat coming up as well on Saturday, June 4th. That is going to be held at Ashley's amazing property. It is going to be a complete day of empowerment, relaxation, restoration. And you are going to be surrounded by so much love, so much Mm. like power, so much just women who just want to lift you up from like every inch of your soul. And that day is really just about elevation, right. And really bringing you guys, um, yeah, to those higher levels. So
1: absolutely. And I do, I feel like it's going to be like this wild ride from May until I don't even know into July where, um, it's going to be a little bit crazy. I have a Reiki level two being offered in June as well, but it is currently full. So I am offering another one there is one spot remaining and so there is a possibility that i might be running reiki level two again for a third Um, but reiki level one will be coming your way shortly too guys if anybody who is really interested in taking that on or learning more about it um, I'll keep you posted on when that's coming um, I do have I do have the dates in my calendar but I need to confirm a few things just on the back end of this so stay tuned for Reiki level one and another Reiki level 2 coming your way if that sings to your soul but yeah like I it's, it's gonna be a wild and awesome crazy. Amazing ride. So I think it's good, Ange, that we got our like stress and our like that panic, and we're leaning back wow. in, going back into that place of trust as we kind of embark on the next leg of the of the year here. So absolutely, absolutely.
0: All right, guys, we will catch you next week, and thanks as always for joining us. Ciao, guys.